0: Welcome back, BSers. This is Belonging Songs, your weekly podcast that brings you a brand new original song each episode, and then talks about the themes of that song and the processes that go into writing and recording it. I am your host, Wade Dana. With me as always, my good friends, Brad Maurer. Hello. Dr. Patrick Crane. Hey again. How are you guys? I'm good. Real good. Cool. Real good. Cool.
1: How are you, host?
0: I'm doing all right, good. doing well. Doing you holding up? What have I been up to? Um, nothing. Shit. Shit. Cool. This Tile, is gonna be. You tiled the shower. Tiled to some... the shower. Last night I was up late uh, getting set up for you guys to come over here. I'm um, glad to have you back. It's glad... a nice looking bathroom. Thank you.
2: i um, shit in it. <laughs> <laughs> <I> already did. <laughs>
0: This week, we have a song by Brad. It's been a few weeks since we visited one of his tunes. Since we bashed Brad's (laughs) song. It's
1: been a few weeks since we sent him back to the drawing board.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I think uh, we've established on Brad's last episode that for his songs, since I'm the one doing the mixing of the songs, he's going to bring us a demo. We're going to talk about it. And then at the end of the episode, I will have gotten a hold of it couple weeks will have passed by i will have mixed it if it's to the point where you know it's ready for a mix if not we'll send brad packing to uh right.
2: to, to work on We're it right yeah. More. yeah so the, it's not a is it done yeah. it's a is it weighed ready yeah. yeah yeah this gets <laughs> right. us to this segment what's brad packing right.
0: and then the fun part of that is like on the follow-up you can also critique my work so um, this
1: is another one it's been on uh, my hard drive, shall we say, for what, since, like, almost, it's got to be close to ten years, eight years, maybe? Yeah, full disclosure, S- I have heard this song. A lot, <laughs> right. I've played on S- it. Yeah. So Live. let me
2: ask you this, Brad, because I don't think we've talked about this. So you've, you've got Mountains of Work, which we've talked about. How are you picking these songs out? Are these just in the back of your head? It's uh, it, These are the ones that I like the most. Okay. Yeah, the, the ones that I listen, like, I still would go
1: back and listen to. Okay. But I don't think they're... Nothing's ever done. So know, for the so.
0: listener, for BSers, we're bringing you new songs that nobody else has heard. Even though th- this song has been out there for a long time, like in Brad's it's computer, never been nobody's really heard there, it except... Like-
1: you know, I have. I don't, I don't but... even know if my wife's heard it.
2: <laughs> well, if it's in your computer, no one knows how no. to get it out. No,
1: and if it doesn't make it, if it doesn't make sure it doesn't. out, there, if it doesn't make it out of there. Chances are, it might not exist in a year. Yeah, that's like the Hellraiser box. So, yeah.
0: If the listeners have not figured out yet, uh, bread and computers are like oil and water.
1: So... Let's get technical. No, no, Let's not get technical. We might try
0: unplugging it and plugging it back in? We might have a whole uh, new podcast that just is Brad trying to work a computer for <laughs> right. our YouTube like, channel well, or something. Wait, where did it go? <laughs> like, it was
1: just fucking here.
0: <laughs> so this song is
1: called We've Gotta Keep This Thing Tickin'. Yep. Ticking. Uh, we Gotta Keep This Thing Ticking. Yeah, okay. the ings yeah. explicitly I like, I like a good solid articulation. Yeah, of the G. that's good. All right, well, let's give it a listen. <laughs> i through me straight fuckers
2: it's a good
1: song you like it yeah so i really love how this
0: song just bubbles away yeah the entire <laughs> yeah. time like that the drum i know it's just a little like drum beat out of the what what is the uh br8, BR8. boss br but like or
1: no dr5 sorry
0: it really like captures the theme of the song yep like, it just kind of bubbles away and i love all the little background stuff going on Yeah, I mean, this is a song I'm very familiar with, and it's one of my favorite to play. We've played this live before. Mm -hmm. It's just got a nice,
1: steady tempo. It's pleasant. It's literally, it was. The tricky part was recording it. It's three chords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I was to bring in a guitar in here and play it, you'd be like, oh my God, it's three chords. And it's the same three chords for the whole thing. So it was like, you've alluded to it in past episodes. It was about what can I take away from it? Mm-hmm. And how can I just get the guitar out of it a little bit? And that's what I spent the most time doing. And I
0: did not notice that, or I never thought that this song was like too simple. No, no, not at all. Like, I like that about it. Like there is a lot going on in the background. There's a lot of those mm-hmm. little noises and things. That's why they
1: have to be there. But I think it, just,
0: just I don't know. It just it's like the little engine that could. It just, <laughs> keeps chugging along. And I love at the end how it just refuses to stop. No, it's great. Like, uh, the, the theme of the song, like the song. <laughs> gotta keep ticking.
2: The... Yeah, yeah. It's, it just it really captures that. It's cool. The song ends exactly how I want it to end. Mm-hmm. It's 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 sugary sweet, and I want some more. And I've
1: actually. Because of my aforementioned technical abilities, this song, uh, the way every track I can't ever go back and change it they're gone it's 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 in the world of garbage that i've created so i've noticed this
0: this week we we've got a stereo track the first track you brought was a mono one that you couldn't get back i I
1: don't know how all this shit works we've stepped up (laughs) into the world of stereo here but i've since re-recorded it like i've spent a lot of time and like i would have pro tools open and itunes playing this song and i spent a lot of time going back and recreating, I would say 80% of it is so, is really easy. The other, you know, twenty has been really hard.
0: Just to be clear for the listeners, the version we just listened to is your old version, MP3. It's gone. Yep. So right now Brad's working on re recording that
1: yep. to bring to the table to be mixed. And so trying to find it. all of the ambient sounds. I have the same keyboard. I have mm-hmm. all of the same implements. And the things I can to do it. Yeah, once that shit's gone, landing there is hard. Like it it took me. I spent like two hours the other day just trying to find the little. That goes <laughs> on right before the keep yourself. It's almost ticking. like a like a it's, like a little a, dinner bell, yes, like a tinker oh, you know, bell. It was just up my hand. I think I might have twisted a knob mm-hmm. or something. I'm like God damn it! Good luck. With so that. yeah, so trying to recreate it's really hard. So I don't know how we're gonna overcome that. I don't know what exactly the final product's gonna end up being. Yeah, at, which but. is
0: cool because we'll get to kind of see the way you approach it. So Patrick, knowing that Brad is working on re-recording this right now, do you have any notes for him as far as? structure or things
2: that he might want to take into mind as he does it. that's the part where i ruin his life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so here's my notes um your lyrics uh and when you stare at stars there's always seem to be the brightest one your timing's a skosh off I, where uh first first verse Page seven, uh, page paragraph seven, three, three. Right about there. And when, and when you stare you got at out, the stars, yeah, you got out of time a little bit. Okay, I'll check that. I don't think it's terrible. Okay, but just a little bit if I'll you're re-recording that. it. Brad, can you tell us what this song is
0: about? Uh, I mean, f- uh, for me, sorry to cut you off. No, go right ahead. When I ask you a question, <laughs> I, I don't. But I, I would like to maybe see if I hit the, what you were aiming for. The the part that really ties it together for me is just when you thought you were the brightest one you're just the same as the others but then you know the end of the song saying i won't let that hold me back mm-hmm. to me that's like the main theme of the song mm-hmm. is that is that um
1: kind of your target It it is yeah it's hard for me to articulate i think what it's about this is something that I, I scribbled lyrics down real quick and actually I think it was one of those you know how when you're when you're writing a song sometimes like you just I was playing those three chords mm-hmm. and I just started singing. Uh-huh. And whatever words came I wrote down and then later on I had to kind of find meaning and change things and rearrange to them. To me it's kinda of like a reality check on people, like that's basically what it is, is this it's it's a lot about it, the first verse is about like You take the good, you take the bad. It's how, if we're feeling something, like however I'm feeling here, packing up and moving and going somewhere else probably isn't going to change that too much because I'm still going to be there. Mm-hmm. you know so like I've rummaged through the dirt and found old shit mixed with golden shards means yeah it's good it's bad exactly like you mm-hmm. said they found a button of, on
2: Oak Island it's, it's <laughs> the facts
1: of life but you're always going to get that no matter which geographical part yeah. means that you know I could take no I could or, take myself and I could move to Alaska and I still have me in Alaska we're, with, we're all stuck in well, our I'm heads I'm still yeah. thinking about yeah I'm still
2: going to treat myself the same as I would here treat that's, yourself that's interesting <laughs> I uh, I interpreted this song totally differently that's good treat yourself Sorry to ruin that for you, big guy. Oh, no, that's that's <laughs> fine. I'm going to go home now. Again, as oh. this podcast goes on, we're going to learn I don't know anything. <laughs> well, and you're a dick. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I interpreted this as like holding on to a love you know isn't going to work, hmm. but you just keep going with it because it's easy. Now, do you mean like? platonic love like a girl or like a or just girl anything? Yeah. Okay. yeah 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 so like, like just like, not ending a like, relationship yeah like we're fine mm-hmm. and it's just easier to stay together mm. <laughs> Could... <laughs> no, it's not, actually. Like it was it's just about Brad's been
1: staying the night over here quite. Just <laughs> kidding. No, not really.
2: We can fix uh, this and post And I
1: did mar- for the for the reference of laughter, I did marry my high school sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> so that's we've been ticking. Yeah. For what? <laughs> but, 20 years. 20 some years. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's more about just like you not giving up. like You just can't stop. You just got to keep this thing ticking. You don't want to lose momentum. You just got to keep building on what you've done. In life in general. In just life in general. Yeah, it's just more about just just getting after it. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah, it is! (laughs) Um, Did you take anything away lyrically, Wade? I know you've heard it a ton. Yeah, well, like I said,
0: I, I like how that last part of the verse ties to the main theme of the song. And I really liked the um, line about the words that they all make sense but have no heart until, you know, someone tells it to you straight. Right. And, yeah. you know, sometimes words can hurt. And Patrick's good for yeah. being sharp as a dart. <laughs> let,
2: let me talk about what I think this song's about. <laughs> yeah. Have you re-recorded the solo yet? Um, I did. So it's another case of less, not more. Mm-hmm. Try taking, if you want to, Try taking the the keyboard, the two note loop mm-hmm. that goes on. Try try taking that out during the solo because I think it'll punch the solo through. Or hey, you're talking mixing here, man. <laughs> yeah. That comes to me.
1: Yeah. Get out of my. Here's I, I like to give this guy fifty two cards and he gives me back a <laughs> euchre deck. Yeah. So wait, when you're mixing this, <laughs>
2: yeah. drop out that piano or that keyboard loop, and then. I think that will make the solo punch through a little bit.
0: I did have a note about the solo, too. I think that it kind of almost falls apart at the end-ish in this version. Like, it could maybe just use a little work.
2: And I think it'd be interesting, too, if you did a different simple keyboard part during the solo and then bridge back into the loop you started with. I think that could be really interesting, too. I could play around with that. Because I did... um... The biggest thing I like about it is it's
1: two guitars. Yep. Like I don't know if you noticed, like oh, there's okay. there's another guitar in the background of it. And I like doing that a lot when I solo when it's not, you know, you're not doing like a ripping fast solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like having layers of guitars it's kind of on top of one another. Theme. Yeah, which is really, really fun and kind of pan them differently. i d I've done that a lot. I like doing that, and I liked it in this song, so I duplicated that. But what's behind it? Is probably what needs to be changed, which is what you're saying. And right. I, and I, I don't remember what I did at home. I'd have to listen to it. They might be fighting each other. They probably are. And yeah, uh, yeah and that's Wade's really good at bringing the highlighter in and, and yeah. actually accenting and and I guess de unaccenting other
2: stuff. Also, <laughs> I can't believe I'm is. saying something nice to you, mm. but the harmonies at the end of the song are really nice. Vocal harmonies. Vocal harmonies. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. something I get stuck in a rut on. Because
1: if you keep listening to my songs, you'll figure out that it's usually I'm singing with myself. And then next thing you know, at the end of the song, it's the higher register me. I so, do that. I do that. Almost I like too a good much. self-harmony. I do it almost too much, though. Like at the end. Like it's like, your trope? It's Yeah, it's the way I end. Okay, well, here comes my third verse. Let's get the high guy in there. <laughs> Dude, do you touch <laughs> your headphone? Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's... um. Let's talk about that a little bit, and let's get technical. So Brad, you mentioned recording those harmonies. I know you and I go about that differently, Mm -hmm. because I've seen your process, and I always really like the way your harmonies sound. So I know you just touched on it a bit, but can you... Tell us and the listeners, like, how many vocals you do and in what registers you do them to construct these harmonies. Because I do really think that's a highlight of your work. Standard practice,
1: if I'm setting up vocal tracks, Mm -hmm. standard practice is for me to set up three and I will title one low, mid, and high. And that's how I sing them. So, like, I'll have one, like, usually when I'm recording the song through. I'll just have like, kind of like this voice that I'm speaking in, that's, I'll sing it in that kind of register all the way through, and then I'll come in and I'll try to add kind of just a little more breath and a little bit higher, like more of my, just above where I'm at, and then I try to get one that is almost a falsetto. You know what I would really like for you to try out, maybe even on this song,
0: is do that exact same thing, but do like three or four versions of every one of those.
1: Okay. Like several mids, several mm-hmm. highs. Yeah. Cause Especially w- on the choruses like Cuz the, the the vocal t- it's hard to talk about yourself like that, but the the vocal tone of that last verse, the high part is kind of where I routinely go if I'm want to give it some some jab, mm-hmm. right? So like that's my I wouldn't call that the high. I would probably have, that's probably on my mid track, mm-hmm. and then high is the you know the falsetto part. Yeah, I would like you which to, which is usually
0: like in there. Set up instead of three tracks, pull up nine. do okay. three exactly the same as your regular. And keep doing that. Three high ones, okay, and three low ones, and I think that would that would add a nice weight to those harmonies.
1: Because I mean, the part is I, I I don't want it to sound too symphonic. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want it to sound too huge. So I I try to keep it simple Mm -hmm. and just bring some difference to it. You know, I don't, I never, I'll never duplicate the same vocal twice. Which is funny because
0: the way I do background vocals and vocals is is duplicate the one thing. Yeah. Like mine are always all, like if I'm doing high vocals, I'll just do four high vocals. Mm -hmm. And I really like the uh,
1: differentiation. Yeah, is that that's, that's, that's a, the that's word. word. Yeah, <laughs> spell it. Ra- that Brad gets with,
0: uh, with that, uh, his three different and,
1: I, and, that, and that's that's always been... Like, even mm-hmm. when I had that... Well, actually, is the BR8 the thing I recorded on? I, I did it that way. So,
0: actually, forget everything I said. I'll just start doing what you do. But
1: no. Do, well, mine. If you record <laughs> like I record, and I mix <laughs> like you mix, gold fucking records. <laughs>
3: right.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I... I appreciate that feedback like that's fun to talk about that part's fun to talk about because I didn't I just do I do, you, you know you only know what you know mm-hmm. and I just noticed after a while like I started doing the same thing so like once I get the main vocal and I'm like all right let's let's see if I can change it up a little bit and I'll sing it a different way and then the, a lot of times the high one might even be empty like I don't do a whole lot of falsetto if I can mm-hmm. help it so, because otherwise, it just it, you can get too much of that, right? You know,
2: talk to Bono. Yeah,
1: Bon Iver. Pro, pro, the bon Iver. <laughs> <laughs> bon, no, bon Iver.
2: Bone Bon Scott.
1: It's Bony Bear. Yes, yeah. but it's it's the Bon Iver. Yeah, <laughs> no. Bon Iver.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so, Brad, what's your plan for like the drums on
1: this?
2: Are you, do you want to put real drums to this? You just sounded like... like a high school counselor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Brad. What are your plans? Turns out, I don't have any plans. (laughs) I'm gonna smoke doobies, (laughs) ride
1: Camaros. So I've noticed. Work on my bike. I've
0: noticed you are taking three different PE classes this semester.
1: (laughs) I noticed you're an aide for Jim. Also, Uh, are you
3: college bound, sir?
1: actually ossifer <laughs> no uh what was the question uh as drums. you re-record this um are drums. you changing a lot yeah i asked about drums but I, are you I, I uh i've been looking like i did, you know i got the addictive drummer okay. i was looking we talked about it a little bit though like i've heard it the same way so long i don't mm-hmm. i don't think i'll add drums to it okay um feel i really love <laughs> feel free to do it and all that was on there uh it's 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 literally a kick drum, hi-hat, snare, and a clap with every snare.
0: I think <laughs> anything you do, like, I I don't see anything wrong with experimenting with real drums or new yeah. drum beats, but I would love to get a hold of this when I mix it with that okay.
1: bass still there. It's on there. It just works on that. Yeah. yeah. The song works. Yeah. Do you think the drums need to change anywhere? Like, as far as, um, it, it's literally the same beat. I mean, I always do like to
2: get a little bump up in the mm-hmm. chorus areas. Just, yeah. um, I I think uh, I'd, I'd hate for the, the rhythm section to get two nuts because that two-note piano loop Mm-hmm. Is what drives the song. Yeah, the boom, boom boom. Yeah, and so if you start putting a, a complex, like syncopated drum beat. Yeah, over and it, I
0: don't think the beat needs to change. Yeah, I mean, I maybe an element gets was, added or even taken away. I, don't I know. was,
1: I was more referring to when we used to play. We we played it live a few times, and this song. Remember when we did that? The first chorus, we drop it essentially dropped out. Did we? And I it, and I had like a when we were playing it live, I did a tremolo guitar, and it would just be like at a quick pace and I would just hit one note sing the line hit another chord sing the line and then the drums would come back in and I was wondering like if that is something that might be better with the recorded version instead of a straight mm-hmm. you know over and over because it doesn't really have any dynamic other than everything right. else you know everything else stops it also doesn't have my sick bass line no no which can be included
0: uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, which i i i do hear in my head when i listen to it because it, well it and that my part yeah of the song and the same, same
1: thing like but it was almost it was almost two songs yeah you know like we had the live version which was a whole nother thing so I'm, i yeah. was wondering if maybe like do you wade think that i should blend the two together in the in a new recording and this is strictly this is a demo this it almost can be an outline or do you think this is recorded well enough i think to match you uh
0: just keep in mind that live version and if there are parts that you really liked and that maybe combine them but i wouldn't say it needs to be one way or the other i think it just uh, whatever lends to it being the best version of itself
1: this song i've always emb- I always version. envisioned it as simple yeah, yeah
0: it needs like, to be playing live is totally different yeah. beast. like it was always a little hyped yeah um
2: yeah i like what you got going here okay so you- i'm gonna go ahead Patrick. You, uh, I was going to say some bullshit. You, could, you could release an EP and have five remixes like right. every hip-hop right. single. Maybe I could get Taylor Swift yeah. to do it. <laughs> and then have Ryan Adams <laughs> yeah. cover
1: So we will
0: show examples of what Brad was just talking about. We recorded an album with our uh, band called Skelton Luns. And what that project was was my solo work and brad's solo work just in a live band form so we really didn't write any new songs for that three. maybe two yeah, three two or three yeah so there's a lot of examples that maybe we'll touch on as we go forward as bonus songs or whatever of like different
1: versions of the same song yeah there's some songs that we have that have been recorded possibly even three different ways mm-hmm. yeah and that'll be fun to, yeah. to maybe highlight on an episode
0: or something so, all right well brad is going to continue working on this taking in mind our i don't know useless feedback no
2: that's good feedback <laughs> but Not i'll sure. probably yep.
1: i'll probably just you know unfortunately it's belaboring to you but i'll I'll probably just stick a lot of shit in the cart
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> no i think this song have to sort through it a little bit this song's bones are good it's this is gonna be such a long drive home with brad it's gonna be weird and awkward (laughs) like so you hate me yeah Uh, i don't respect you as an artist (laughs) no i think
0: it's good so we will um yeah we'll revisit this in a few weeks but for you the listeners you're gonna hear it right after this set course
3: to the future
0: and we're back. So, it's been how long since we recorded that this this episode? A couple oh, weeks. Look at, at the calendar. A month. Yeah.
1: Yeah, a month. And in that time, Brad, you've completely re-recorded the song, right? I did. Yeah, I didn't have the files because of Brad. not being responsible uh-huh. with computers. <laughs> uh-huh. And and so everything that we heard the first time was uh, gone. Right. And so basically I recreated it from listening to it. And cool did and a did a decent job
0: i think got close cool and once you did that you gave it to me the files and i mixed the song and you actually were here one night and we started the mix together correct which was pretty cool so why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about that that was that was fun <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, great it's gonna be the best episode yet deep thoughts. <laughs> no, it was it was a it was a good experience. And actually I mean from that point to this point in that month I've learned more than probably the last 10 years just as far as taking a song from start to finish. Yeah. Because of what we talked about previously where you know you get to a point and all of a sudden you just it's done and you mm-hmm. call it a thing. So actually spending time with it after it's finished as far as you know after the instruments are recorded and everything's been produced I learned a lot and I hopefully this song tells a story from where the other one left off to you know it's not all just because it was recorded new it has a lot to do with with that
0: a better production value and what we've learned yeah. over the years and um yeah that was fun to have you sit there when we started the mix and just to show you some tricks and, and mm-hmm. things to get going because I think that's something you're really going to enjoy we were talking about that last night Brad was over We had a band practice, and afterwards we were kind of talking about the podcast and how I think Brad's really going to enjoy getting more into the production of his songs because that allows him to have more
1: control over the way they sound, ultimately. It takes a little work off of my shoulders. And this this song was a good one to start with because... It was done, and we know what it sounded like because it's been around for a while. Right. You know, so it's not like you were going to go through and actually produce something different and pull things out or do too much to it. You might have. I don't know. But we'll find out. And I I don't think there's a whole lot to do there. No.
0: Actually, I think you did. I probably did, yeah. We we did a little thing on the drums when that was your choice, which was was cool to have you there (coughs) in the room to make that decision. So... Yeah, if I remember correctly, we didn't have a ton of revision notes for this song. We kind of said, it's in good shape, you just need to basically re-record it, because it was an MP3, and we kind of left it in your hands.
2: Yeah, and most of what I remember talking about was all production notes, so it's going to be interesting to see it and cleaned I, up. I kept all of those in mind, so mm-hmm. I, did, I did take them into the studio
1: with me, and it, you're, gonna, you're probably going to hear those notes live. Cool. Well, let's
0: give it a listen. I'm excited. So new mix, new recording.
1: We've got to keep this thing
0: ticking.
3: I've rummaged through the dirt Found old shit mixed with golden shards You're always going to get that No matter which geographical part When you stare at the stars There always seems to be a brightest one But it's the same as the others It's just right in front of your eyes I won't let it hold me Back, I won't let it distract me from anything. I won't lose momentum. I gotta keep this thing too. all makes sense, but they have no heart You never really notice Till some come along as sharp as the dark Just when you thought you were smart Just when you thought you were the brightest one You're just the same as the others You were just top of mind I won't lose momentum.
1: We gotta keep the steam ticking.
2: <laughs> what did What did you think of the re record? Uh, love it. So, uh, this is so much mature. Than the first recording. You mean more mature?
1: More more mature r- 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 <laughs> mature. R- r-
2: <laughs> no. No, I said what I said. I said what okay. I said in a minute. Yeah, yeah. I've got notes. Anyway, the layering on the tracks is so much more evident. The timing is spot on now, which I think I commented on mm-hmm. in the first recording that I thought it sounded a little bit off. You drop the keyboard loop. A little bit. A little bit. Yep. Yeah. Sounds a lot better to my ear yeah and the thing progresses beautifully i, I think you did a really good job weight of of making it drive uh-huh you know like the
1: bass really drove that thing through and i i didn't intend for that really yeah. but it, it, it came out
0: like the theme of the song yeah it exactly keep, it came out really good
1: i you know like i probably gave it to you the bass was a lot lower and the drums yeah, were it driving was. it but i i really like that that part a lot
0: yeah the bass hits a little harder yeah. now i think yeah.
1: And I, I hadn't listened to this song, you know, my re-recorded version of it since I gave it to you, right? Just for that reason, because I wanted to hear it for the first time here, and I think it came out pretty good. I was surprised yep. actually at myself a couple of times. This <laughs> it's is, like that is... it kind of matched, but it, it it accelerated, and you know, you helped that a lot too. So, this is my kind
2: it. of song. I like this a lot. I yeah, got,
0: um, when it's... when it comes back in at the end, there's a big uh, instrumental break there, and that feels like it might be a little empty. Yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on well, I mean, you, that, know, do you know what I'm talking about? I had about? a
1: note. Remember I, we sat down and I had a note here that mm-hmm. that I was like, I don't even know what these notes mean. But it says, it says, you know, why no soloing over this gap or anything over uh-huh. that gap? And so I think I I did try to do stuff there, but I wasn't okay. I didn't land happy with okay. anything. So it I doesn't
0: just, bother me. Yeah. I just know your style of production yeah. and songwriting. So I do notice that This time, I mean, I worked on this so much that that never crossed my mind while I was working on it because I'm thinking of lots of other things. Yeah,
1: and I don't, you know, I don't hate giving songs some air every once in a while. You know that, like, it doesn't. You don't have to inject something just because there's space to. Right. And the point
0: I wanted to make is when you come back in with the vocals, that's when I get that chill factor. That's the point. Right. That's the point where where I I really feel and get the. uh, the
2: emotive, and that's there. but that's
1: the point of the blank space. Yeah, so you that, know, so that like you have, to, you have to you have to kind of let it fall before it can get back up, mm-hmm. and that's that was kind of intentional. Yeah,
2: yeah. I like the restraint a lot.
1: Cool. So yeah, I think I think that one came out good actually. Yeah, I, I don't always say stuff. that about stuff that I do, but I was like that one actually came out okay. <laughs> so Brad, is it done? I think it's it's way done. Yeah, I think it's. it's way I done. mean, it, cool. I thought it was done like five years ago. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what's so cool is this is
1: a song that you've
0: had for a really long time and it really w- wasn't quite there, never quite got finished. No, and now but you can say, "Bow on it. Yeah. Let's put it, this it, out it, into the world. It, it, yeah, it's exactly. Cool.
1: It, it is, well, it's... That's what I love about this whole thing is it's it's forcing us to create a little bit more. It's forcing us to recreate or resurrect, I Hashtag should say.
0: Recreate. Yeah,
1: re- we do recreate as well. We're, we are wordsing. We <laughs> ate we ate a pot pie yeah. upstairs. <laughs> yes, and a it communal was, pot pie. It was pie. killer. Wait, so what did is, you say? It,
0: it was it was scrummage. Scrummage. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but at, at, anyway, we it, it forces us to resuscitate. A yeah. lot of songs that were May
0: have
3: died just been sitting
1: sitting <laughs> in a hole somewhere in a file, and yeah. like you, they're done. And every once in a while, you might listen to them because it's something you created, and you mm-hmm. just go back and. But this
2: really got us to look at them objectively, yeah,
1: and, and have force ourselves look at them. Yeah, exactly right, yeah.
2: And force ourselves to fix them or finish them. And I think this is the first song we've done that's been pulled out and totally re-recorded, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what did you learn about? your songwriting from that process because you essentially had to learn your own song i did
1: i mean this song this song's that's probably not a good question for this song because the band for a few years we played this live we would kind of just bust it out we wade and i were in a band and we played a lot of our songs together through that band and and so we we explained that earlier in Mm -hmm. the podcast series but it's three chords you know the melodies are really simple so playing it was really simple recording it in a lot of times i have a hard time taking something that's old and and recapturing the vibe Mm-hmm. you know so like
2: so not, do indiana jones movies yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah but the hard the hardest part is is capturing the vibe and and the one thing i loved about the song wasn't necessarily the performances it was the vibe mm-hmm. that was going on in sometimes it sometimes that's more important yeah than the right. and so losing that and the reason i didn't re-record it earlier was because i didn't think i could recreate it cuz i've tried to do that before mm-hmm. and that's why i was i'm happy with this because it it feels like it it transcended the re-record and it, it. And, the, and the vibe was captured and we I lost a lot of shit on hard drives <laughs> <laughs> that are just MP3s floating around and I I've pulled them out and tried to do this with other songs not successful at all you know so it's it's real similar to trying to recreate something live and you have to change it and, mm-hmm. and recreate it and I think this one the, this the vibe song was carried different through live too like it was yeah it was completely quite different. A bit different yeah and I like but,
0: this re this recorded version yeah
1: so um, um yeah I, I was real happy with the way this one. It it kind of carried through and, and maintained its initial integrity. Yeah, I I love it. Awesome. Yeah. I cool. Think nice job, Wade. That that you cool. you did a good job mixing that. that a nice really job, cool. Brad. This whole project. We is... talked about me in <laughs> comments. So I don't take them well. Okay. <laughs>
0: That's so another thing that this project, this this belonging songs project, has done for me is I think my mixing and production shops are just getting better the more we do this it's hours you know you mm-hmm. spend
1: you, if you spend 30 hours doing something you're going to get 30 hours better yeah <laughs> that's a long time you know it's
0: it's been um a little daunting for me in the past recording music mixing music is my favorite thing to do and then i'd spend all this time and i've had all this training and then i'll listen to one of my mixes that i do and like take it out into the truck or whatever let's do it and it's like wow this is horrible (laughs) why am i so bad at the one thing i want to be good at (laughs) i think this is really helping it's
2: welcome to most things i do in (laughs) life
0: most most people's lives
1: i think (laughs) (laughs) it's you judging you which is never a good thing i i've seen just in the short while we've been doing these the increase in your production is is big it's huge we've we've talked about that a lot behind your back yeah oh good yeah so (laughs) And not that the other, we didn't even know the other shit wasn't that good until the new stuff, you know, until the new pro, you know processes started coming out. Yeah. So it's really helping songs.
0: Well, now that you guys have complimented me a bunch, let's get out of here. So okay. Let's, let's end on a high yeah. note. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to the bar! <laughs> More pot pie! All right. That wraps up another episode of Belonging Songs. Thank you so much for listening. We are having a blast doing this project, and we can't wait to just keep... Bringing you new ticking. episodes. Yeah, every week to week. Yeah. So um, please check us out on our social media accounts. Instagram is where we spend most of our time, but we also have a Facebook page. We're going to be putting these episodes up on YouTube. And of course, we have our own website, BelongingSongs.com. You can reach out to us there. Send us an email at BS at BelongingSongs.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again next week.
2: By the way, no pressure, but Hall & Oates looks at our stuff, so maybe (laughs) the listeners should, too. That's
1: right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Boom, done. Next.